and amen. Please be seated, and thank you as always to our worship team for awakening our soul to God's presence because he's here with us this morning, and he has something for us this morning, both in worship and his word. And so I want you to get out two things. I want everybody to get out two things. Number one, let's get out our Bibles, get out your word. We're closing our study in the book of 1 Thessalonians today. Second thing I want everyone to get out is this little guy right here. I want everybody to get out your cell phone. Some of you already have it out. I'm sure that's because your Bible's on it. I'm sure that's why you have it out. But I'm going to ask you to open up a different app, not just your Bible app. I'm going to ask you to click, mine's right here, click on your little calendar app right there. Go ahead, let it pull up. And I know, I know it's like, oh, great, all the things I got to think about tomorrow. I'm trying to ignore those things. If you're like me, on my calendar, I got like a few days showing here, but not too many days. And here's what I'm going to do. On Monday, I'm going to, you know, open my calendar. I'm going to open my phone. I'm going to give it, I might give it like a couple scrolls here. And you, I'm sure you're like me. You got all these different colors. And all, look, there's five things going on at the same time. Awesome. And I'm going to look a few days ahead because I want to be prepared. I want to be ready. And so I'm like, okay, we got something for the kids that night. So I got to be sure, you know, I can leave work. I can get home. I can... Be ready for that. I got this meeting coming up, so I got to do some other stuff on Monday, so I can get ready for the meeting on Thursday. Oh, what's this? I'm going fishing. Oh, I'm for sure going to be ready for that. I'm not going to let work interfere with that. I got to be ready. But y'all, at most, and some of you have a sickness where you do more than this. I live with some of those people. At most, I'll give it a couple scrolls. But y'all, anything after that? There's all kind of stuff after that that I don't want to know about. I don't care about yet. I'm not ready to prepare for that. I'm not ready to think about it. I got too much other stuff to do, right? Maybe some of you aren't like me. I read a quote by Martin Luther this week. Now, now Martin Luther, he didn't have a cell phone. It was still in its early days of development. But if Martin Luther had, had a cell phone, his calendar would be a lot different than ours. So he said this, Martin Luther said this, he said, there's only two days on my calendar. There's this day and there's that day. That's it. And of course, this day, he means this life, this world with its cares, with its concerns, with its worries. That day is capitalized. He's talking about that day that the Lord returns and sin is abolished. The last enemy of death is finally dealt with and we are with Jesus always. Every person here, me included, every single one of us at any given point in time is living for one of those days. This day or that day. And whichever one it is, your hope is in it, you think about it, you plan for it, you get ready for it, you talk about it, and it's an either or. And we, I know we can flip back and forth, but it's either this day or that day. Let's get our bearings a little bit as we're finishing the book of 1 Thessalonians. You probably remember Paul traveled there, not by himself, with Silas. Uh, with Timothy, even probably with Dr. Luke, and they shared the gospel. Man, it caught on fire, and this church grew for about five minutes, and then they all got ran out of town. And so all that's left is a bunch of baby Christians who are saved, they're committed, but man, they're young. And so Paul is writing back to teach them some of the basics, some of the fundamentals of the Christian faith. And so we started off talking, start off the book talking about what, what is a Christian? The fundamentals of that. What is a church? What is this collection of Christians together? 
Then we talked about what does it look like to love one another. But each and every one of these lessons, everything Paul has covered so far, he's woven in one fundamental overarching lesson. And as he closes the book, that's, this is what he puts the spotlight on, is this one foundation that everything else is built on top of. And that lesson is our big idea today. It's this. You are defined by the day you live for. You are defined by the day you live for. Let's read. We're going to read the end of chapter 4 and then the first half of chapter 5. Let's pick it up in 4.13. It says, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with a voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then those who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Here's what we're going to find out this morning, what it looks like to live for that day. First, the end of chapter 4, he's saying to live for that day is to be hopeful in death. The beginning of chapter 5, we'll find out to live for that day is to be holy in life. Hopeful in death holy in life. Now we can tell from this book several things that they were struggling with, the questions they were asking. And we can tell they're struggling because Jesus went and violated their expectations. All of them expected Jesus to return like the next day, and he hadn't. And so now they have questions. And so some of them, they had sold all their possessions, sold everything they had. Like, all right, 